All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Oh, dude. You want to know why I don't gamble? Remember how I told you I would take the house and put it on BYU last night? They won by two. It's like, oh, jeez. Mission accomplished. But, Josh, they never trailed in the game, so technically if you go money line, winner. But if you actually went with this, I think the spread was like 16. It's like, I would take everything I own and put it on that. Makes me rethink my six and a half over under. Well, and that's how he got broke, folks. Man, that's how Plank ended up having to raise his own chickens and kill his own roosters. Oh. Hey, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this, by the way. Man. Where's where's a real man like Tommy Bacon? Where's my Trevor Anderson at? Trevor, we need to kill a rooster today. We uh, we might have to get in touch with Mr. Sports. Mr. Sports would be the ultimate. Mr. Sports might rehab the damn thing. I can't have that. He'd save its life. Uh, the ref, by the way, is the home of Sooner fans. Have you covered for Billy Tubbs Day? We're going to celebrate the life legacy of Billy Tubbs. That'll be Friday, starting with T-Row in the morning and all the way through the Steel Man and Thune at Noon show. Huh. Going to be very cool. So we are just the all the way through in this promo, I see. There's Toby and TJ. <laughs> there's Steel Man and Thune, and then all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Mid-morning, guys. Uh, Gosh. Uh, we'll no ce- glory. <laughs> we'll celebrate the legacy of Billy Tubbs. We'll have uh, <laughs> memories and stories from the family, players, and coaches. Uh, who knew the man best right here on the home of Sooner fans? Billy Tubbs Day, Friday, from TJ and Toby. Through. Through Steel Man <laughs> and Thune. What the hell? Um, I'm very excited about it, though. It'll be a fun day. So, can, can I get into the nuts and bolts of this just real quick before <laughs> – this announcement of the college football playoff announcement, just real quick, and then we're going to get back into the OU Texas conversation with Adel Conte, a uh, quote from last night. And uh, I, I, like I mentioned, I have a couple quick recruiting things. But there's this deal was announced yesterday by The Athletic in their trio. Who needs three people to report on a sports media deal? I mean, how does that even work? But Andrew Marshan, Richard Dyche, and Nicole Arbach, and Nicole covers college football reported that the deal is done for the future of the 12-team playoffs. I guess Chris Vanini was involved in this, too. Ah, so four. Four. <laughs> I, I'll write the first paragraph. You write the second paragraph. i like, how does that even work? Six years, $7.8 billion extension. So the deal's not even – I mean, it's not done. The full contract's completion is still contingent on what the expanded format's going to look like. So, in other words, they have the framework of a deal. We just, it's not finalized yet. It's like one of those, it's like a non-committable offer, Josh, that they all have together right now. The ESPN deal will not be ratified until the commissioners and the presidents vote on the structure and financials of the expanded playoff. There's a lot of unknown here. They, I mean, I'm, I've read through this twice, and all I see are holes. Does this give you any optimism that we will reach a decision on the future of the playoffs yes, quickly? Yes, but I also think that if I'm understanding some of the reporting on this correctly, there's still room to growth. It's like they've built this stadium, but – you can add seats here and there. So, in other words, if this goes to 16 or if inevitably like 24, then there's going to be more money to be made for everyone. 
ESPN has two years remaining on its current deal. That's $608 million a year for the college football playoffs, semifinals, and championship. So 1.2 combined. Mm -hmm. Plus the other New Year's Day Six Bowls. The six-year extension will cost $1.3 billion per year, but ESPN is still negotiating what they're going to pay for the extra playoff games on campus this year. They still haven't determined that. And over the course of this contract, okay, I'm going back to the New Deal, (laughs) trying to make sure I connect my dots. ESPN will have the ability to sub-license games, which means another network or digital player could air the playoff games, but it would be Disney-owned, ESPN-owned. So in other words, they're saying it could be ABC, ESPN+. Plus. Just throwing that out there as a hypothetical. This deal gives ESPN control over nearly all D1 college sports championships outside of the NCAA tournament. Let's see, what else was there on here that I saw that caught my eye? Oh, the Greg Sankey. Oh, no, here you go. Outstanding issues. I knew I was going to get there. Outstanding issues still to be settled for the college football playoffs new six-year contract. Include future governance, revenue distribution, and access. In other words, who's running this thing, who's getting how much money, and who gets in. Yeah, just the most important parts of finalizing it. I mean, if this isn't ESPN just basically saying, yeah, we think you'll get it right. <laughs> here's, here's a couple bill. Okay, you guys go get that right. The commissioners are working through all three areas and expected to discuss them at a meeting next week in Dallas. They're meeting again? Oh, they already had their first meeting. I don't know how much more there is to that, except to say, okay, here we are. Let's go. Um, what did I say? Plank, it's New Year's 6, not New Year's Day 6. Get it right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You are, you are correct. Did I say New Year's Day 6? New Year's 6 bowls, which includes the playoffs. So, or at least those two playoff games, not the championship. So those New Year's 6 bowls are still a part of this they've got to figure out how they're going to pay for the previous four are the uh, upcoming four games sorry I am uh I was not necessarily on my game when I opened up the text line I'm glad I'm glad that you were there to correct me for that massive mistake that threw off everybody that was listening on the show this afternoon from New Year's 6 to saying New Year's Day 6. so basically they've more than doubled the amount Right. That gets paid out mm-hmm. for the addition of eight games. That's right. So I, I think that's positive. I think that's I think that's a, a, a major positive for everyone involved. The the more I think about it, the more I can see the exact his opinion that oh, I thought they maybe would make a little bit more. Do you? Because uh, you're getting paid six hundred some odd million now. Boy, by the way, that sounded terrible. And I'm like, do you? No, but I. You've added eight games. You've. Added eight teams, we think, right. right? So the the per school, per conference payout, probably not going to be radically enhanced. Here's what Bob Thompson said. BT. At RLT Sports, the retired Fox Sports guy. 
Seems light to me. Let's say the first four or the four first round games next season are worth fifteen million each or sixty million. Add that to your eleven of the current deal, and you're at around eight hundred and ninety-five million in year eleven, which they're adding it all together, and nine hundred and thirty-five million in year twelve. Discount the one point three billion average on the new six year deal back to year one, and you're at $1.16 billion. So an increase of only 25% coming from last year of a stale 12-year deal to a year one of a new deal, basically saying maybe there weren't any other bidders out there. So in other words, if you go back and you compare it to what it is, this is, this is so in the weeds, I'm sorry, just give me two seconds. But if you go back and compare it to what it was before, people like you and I, like, like, like I did, Say they double the rights fees from the average of the last deal to the average of this new deal. Don't fall for that, Bob Wrights. That's right. Yeah. Can't compare for two reasons. The previous deal was twice as long, and the new deal has four more games, apples to oranges. It actually has more games than that. Yeah. Kind of like the Big 12 deal, too. I, am I doing the math on this right? Doesn't it have eight more games? So you have three games total that would be played in the current playoff, right? So you would add two more as quarterfinals. Right, you got you got uh, yeah twelve I, I, teams. Yeah, twelve teams. You've got a twelve five game. You've got a five twelve game, a six eleven game, a seven ten game, an eight nine game. That's right. And then the winners of those four mm-hmm. would move on. And like if everything went to form, you'd have a one eight game. You'd have a two seven game. You'd have a three six game. You'd have a four five game. Yeah, you'd have eight more games. There's your eight more games. Right, and then you would get to the play the, the original oh, deal. That's right, where we've been. <laughs> I I am just. I'm blown away by maybe the lack of true competition that there might have been out there for this. And, again, we're not in – Paramount plus CBS just had a massive bloodletting yesterday. Fired yeah, a bunch of people. Sad to see. Fired a bunch of people. We might not be in the world where that money is there like it, like we think it is. Now, maybe they went to a – you don't have anyone out there negotiating this, I think, beyond some of the commissioners, right? Because – Bill Hancock's going to retire. I'm sure they have numbers and relationships. But, boy, I'd really be pushing, like, a Netflix or Amazon Prime or somebody to say, hey, there's there's a game or two here. Maybe ESPN was like, we don't want to chop it up. And when you started chopping it up, Josh, it just didn't make sense. It's like cutting the cord, which sounded so brilliant whenever you all wanted to cut the cord. And now you got to have a membership to Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. And then they figured out how to get it right back. Yeah, they got all your money back, right? And probably more. And you got to work harder for it. All right. That, those are the nuts and bolts of it, okay? That's nerdy, that's in the weeds, that's way too much information. But as it stands right now, the future of the college football playoff financially is set. And it might not be as big of a of a financial gain as some might have thought it would. But it's still a lot of money. All right, let me get this recruiting news here real quick. According to On3 and Sam Spiegelman, I'm not familiar with Sam Spiegelman, he has given a prediction for Oklahoma to land 2025 safety Marcus Wimberly. Okay. Now, I don't know how many others have also laid that prediction out. Is that Marcus with a C or a K? 
That is Marcus with a C. Marcus Wimberly. And just, it's kind of interesting because just yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, Red Dirt Media, when they're not telling you that there's a live podcast coming up in a couple of weeks, Red Dirt Media seemed to insinuate that Oklahoma was trending in a positive direction on five of the major 2025 targets, including five-star Jonah Williams, who's mm-hmm. already been uh, projected to Oklahoma. Even though he basically quote tweeted and said, nah. <laughs> nah, man, not yet. <laughs> four-star athlete C.J. Nixon. Four-star running back Tony Bla- uh, Tory Blaylock. Yep. Four-star Edge Max Granville. And four-star cornerback Kobe Sellers. Yeah, and they're obviously in a really good place already. Mm-hmm. Ten, ten commits in 25. Remember, this time a year ago, they didn't have one in the 24 class. They didn't have one commit. Actually uh, ended up with a 25 commit in Kevin Sperry before they ever had a 24 commit uh, this time a year ago. And look, you got those 10 already on board. And uh, basically, it sounds like there's six names, potentially, that uh, could be joining this class in short order. Uh, Five of which are defensive players. And uh, you you look at Marcus Wibberley here, 6'1", 183 out of Arkansas. One other note, and then we'll get a break and we'll get back to this Del Conte quote from last night. The players for OU that were invited to the Combine, combined with, with what Oklahoma appears to be doing on the recruiting trail, has that calmed some of the offensive line concern and those of you who were concerned? Now, again, we still got to see it, and, and spring ball is getting ready to start here shortly, right? I don't know if we've seen the full schedule. We know the spring game is on April 20th, but have – have you noticed that maybe just maybe Josh, we've calmed down a little bit on the on the Bill Beatenboat question marks, or do we still need to see it? I mean, that's I I got to be honest with you. I thought it was pretty awesome to see all three offensive linemen get an invite to the combine. Well, it's a good indication of what Coach Beatenboat and Oklahoma have done with the Walter Rouse's, the Tyler Guidens, and Andrew Rames been uh, sort of the Apple of the NFL draft's eye for quite some time, right, for for draft Knicks over the last couple of years. But uh, I do think to some degree, yes, it helped people relax just a little bit and remember, okay, we do have somebody in place that has a nice track record of development mm-hmm. that has gotten a number of linemen paid. And having said that, I'd like to see some results, right? That's I think that's sort of where the fan base is at because it is a lot of new faces up front and – you think about next season is the biggest question how that comes together are you more concerned about that offensively or do you have equal concerns offense defense I think a lot of people would say offensive line is their biggest concern yeah trenches but look uh when you got three guys going to the combine and probably one of them's going in the first round another where do we where did you say you think Rouse might wind up Gosh, they were talking about him as maybe a late, day two? Late, late second day, right? Third round guy right now. So that's impressive. Yeah, it, it should make people feel a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. By the way, if you want to then get on the positive side, or on the negative side, the three invites to the combine is the lowest for the Sooners since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was uh, Samaj A, P. Ryan, D.D. Westbrook, and Charles Walker. Oh. And thanks to, I think there's a little work that George Stoya put together. The last time OU had three or more offensive linemen invited was 2019. Bobby Evans, Cody Ford, Ben Powers, and Drew Samia. Wow. I know Bobby's kind of bouncing around right now. I think he's, I think he might be done. Uh, Cody Ford, he's strong. Ben Powers, he's strong. And Drew Samia, I think he's been bouncing a little bit too. What? About you, do you do you feel bad? I don't have any offers right now. Oh, oh, you mean the offensive line? Not go to the draft? Not go to the combine? I don't know. You've always been Coach Beatenbow's. That's my guy. That's your dude. That's my dude. So I will go to the mattresses for him. When I step away from that homerism and how much I love that man, uh, I real I understand. It's fair, you know. he knows it. The it, front it, half of last season, they didn't run the ball be, great. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. But I I feel pretty good about it. I want to see it in the spring. I'm not ready to, to knee-jerk like crazy on anything that I see in the string or spring, but I do want a little bit of evidence, right? I want a little bit to say, okay, all right, Eugene Brooks, you're a dude. Let's go. I. Eddie Pierre-Louis. Eddie Pierre-Louis, let's go. All right, Mr. Spencer Brown. Some of these dudes. Fabechi Wee-Woo. Might need time. And unfortunately, Oklahoma doesn't have a ton of time in some of those positions that they've been drafted to play. Yeah. Or recruited to play. It, uh, it'll be interesting to watch how things come together. It's got to be rapid because September 21st, you've got Tennessee. Now, that is not a Tennessee program known for its defensive prowess. But all the same, you, you got to be on your giddy-up. You know, one thing that did happen yesterday, we talk a lot about the legally side. When you think about recruiting, we think about dropping bags and things of that nature, right? Well, um, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday in that fight, t- t- Tennessee did win. They did win. Uh, Attorney Attorney General Scametti tweeted out, it's a wonderful day to fight on behalf of our student-athletes in Tennessee due to the NCAA's arbitrary and illegal rules, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Antitrust law in this area is clear, and as the court has previously said, our case is likely to succeed on the merits. We are happy with the case's progression and look forward to litigating it fully if necessary. So they win by what? By not giving up. How many times you're like, all right, they're going to win this thing too in the end. There's going to be no rules on NIL. They're not going to be able to enforce anything. So that's why I think everybody, Josh, everybody is realizing we got to do something now. Unless programs, basically universities sign on with the SEC or Big Ten for whatever conference bylaws say. That, that, That would be, I think, where you could get some type of regulation to where basically it goes to the conference's hands and they they take the handle of it. And the schools agree, okay, here's what we're all operating with. Do we? We do need we, a break. Okay, I, I thought we yes. took our break. All no, right, quick break. We'll we come back. To. What's your text next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans? I saw this from the 405. No matter how bad the refereeing is, don't throw stuff on the court. We'll celebrate Billy Tubbs on Friday right here on The Ref. 
Starting in the uh, morning, 6 to 9 a.m., that's the T-Row in the morning show, all the way through the Steel Man and Thune at noon as we celebrate the life and legacy of the late Billy Tubbs. Um, we're gonna, now, Josh won't be here on Friday, but we'll talk about that coming up tomorrow. I think we need to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, I, mean, I would think tomorrow. I would think okay. tomorrow. Right. It's a pretty, pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Uh, I'm going to, if you'll allow it, I'd like to maybe call in a couple of times. Or just kind of hang by phone? Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love that. 5808 points out. We all just do our best to make it through this show. Oh, every single day, man. <laughs> Are you right. kidding me? That's all of us. We just want to make it through this show. Just survive. Just trying to get through. <laughs> so we can all get the Steel Man and Thune in there. That's right. We just, all the way through. <laughs> uh, and Sean brings up a really good point before we go to the phones at 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Sean brings up a really good point on the text line. For those who are like, gosh, I can't believe that it wasn't a bigger number. It's only 25%, blah, blah, a number for the Rays, for the for the four-team playoff, or the 12-team playoff. Mm-hmm. Sean writes, the windfall came to Big Ten and the SEC in its new deals. I think you need to look at postseason as just icing on that cake. That's a, a reasonable, reasonable take. It's fair. For, we'll allow it. For SEC and Big Ten schools, sure. <laughs> now, for Big 12 schools or ACC schools, they're saying, um, n- not great for us. Is there, is there at the core, you think, in the, like the, the brash bravado that Brett Yormark tries to portray or that Jim Phillips tries to portray – you think deep down inside there is some serious concerns about their spot as far as the future of the college football playoffs is concerned? Oh, how how could you not? How could there not be? I just the ability to be competitive, I think in college football, there's some big time concerns because the foundation of the two respective conferences, mm-hmm. you're not getting paid out as much and there is a little bit of an arms race to all of this. The, the more money you got, the better coach you can hire, the uh, more upgrades you can make across campus. I mean, it's on and on and on, right? Mm-hmm. The more you can spend on recruiting trips comfortably, the more you can pay the rest of your staff again and again and again. I thought you sent a really good story. From Dan Wolken? Yes, and I'm not a big Dan Wolken guy. I would qualify myself as also not I, always a big I, Dan I thought Wolken it was, guy. I, I was reading it during – the last break, and it's like, listen, everyone's like, oh, college football, it's changing not for the good, and these coaches, yeah, it's changing like everything does. Everything in life changes. Right. You know? I Like, for this is old man me, okay? This it, is old man me, real it's, quick. It's a good side-by-side to the conversation we'll have in a little bit about, okay, what happened to those all those coaches in 2018? Yeah, right, yeah, it's, it's really, it's just changing. And we can fight if it's for the good or if it's for the bad, but this happens in every, every Josh single walk of life. I, I can't fathom people that want to sit and watch two people talk on YouTube. I don't get it, <laughs> right? I've never, but I'll listen to a podcast, right? And yet everyone's like, you got to be on YouTube. You got to show on YouTube. I'll watch on YouTube. I'm like, you can't go. You're you're there. You're just it's on, right? And if it's on your phone, you can't do anything else on your phone because it shuts down. 
So that just never makes any sense to me. But yet, there I'll look at, at Gabe Teddy put their pod on YouTube. Uh, you Thousands guys of views. locked on. I'm like, whoa. Now, I'm going to download it, and I'm going to listen to it. People are living over there, man. But people are living. It's just, it's different. Football, it's just different, right? you got to adjust. Schools are helping you. And guess what? The beat goes on, and if you don't want to be the individual to adjust, you know this, uh, in every walk of life, somebody's going to want the gig. <laughs> you know? The, the show goes on. USC Brian, speaking of the show going on, Good morning, Brian. Welcome to the show. How are you, man? Oh, it's always good in the neighborhood, and happy parade day to all and all. Oh, the I can't believe we haven't brought this up ah, yet. Happy parade, parade day. day. Doesn't we're, get we're old. About we're about thirty minutes away from uh, the parade starting, but I'm sitting here watching it, and they're already packed. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 amazing. Um, there will be probably close to a million people there, and Kansas City isn't even a million people. So, I mean, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, everybody from, uh, well, the Ooh. surrounding cities, where, yeah, they're packing it in. Where can we watch it? Is oh, yeah. It, is there anywhere that's live with uh, the pre- or NFL, we, Network, NFL oh, okay. Network will have, will have it at 11 a.m. Oh, but okay. I'm, I'm, but I'm sitting here watching it on a station right out of Kansas City. So. Okay. All right. So, so, so I'm already seeing it. And, I mean, the parade route's already packed. So I mean, it, and no, and I just can't. No dice I can't for us. Wait to see, I can't wait to see what Union Station is going to look like. So you know, it's going to be fantastic. Union Station, what a gorgeous place! It is, it is, and 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 the greatest thing about this, we're going to do this again next year. That's that's the great thing. <laughs> because they're going to they get them some receivers, and it's going to be even scarier. Well, well, you know, my thing is, I want to thank the Oakland Raiders, or or excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. For hosting uh, us in the in the Arrowhead West Invitational, because that's exactly what it is now. <laughs> and, and and hey, for all those who don't believe that the guy buried the flag in, I guess it's country. not a wives' tale. I guess it's true. And then they yeah, went. And I guess tried it. to dig it up or whatever. Oh, did they? Yeah, but they haven't so far. I don't think they found it because uh, he didn't tell where he put it. Uh. <laughs> so, but you know. But I hope that guy's fired and he never gets to work anywhere again. I love that guy. I hope he stop has it. to – I hope he is – I don't want to make fun stop of anyone's blank. job, but stop I think he needs stop to be let stop go. It blank. Stop it, blank. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Anyway, uh, y'all were talking about the NCAA deal with the big uh, – the, the 12-team playoff. And the only people that's going to make any money on this, uh, other than the, the 12 schools that's going to be in this, is going to be Disney. The mouse never loses. The mouse, you know, that's why they brought back Iger to make this deal because the guy that, that Iger left in charge was about to run uh, Disney into the ground. They had lost almost a billion dollars, and that's why everybody brought back Iger quickly. So now he's he split it off and he's made a deal where you're going to have a separate another platform like YouTube TV and. And Hulu Plus Live TV is going to be, but it's going to be this is going to be strictly sports, and it's going to be carrying probably everything that you can imagine in the field of sports on on that platform, as well as cable channels. So people are going to be able to pick what they want to pick. Now you were talking about how you know they got rid of the cable, and 
got, you know, everybody was cutting the cord and everything else. It's the same division as what happened when the the big uh, Ma Bell split up. You know, they split them up all into five baby bells. But what people didn't realize is Southwestern Bell turned into AT&T because they bought the name. And then they went back and bought all the all the other baby bells. And they came back and they were bigger than they were before. So that's the, it's the same premise. Because now with this deal with Disney, Disney and Warner Brothers Discovery, it's going to be huge. It's going to be completely huge. So, you know, I, I, I mean, people think that it, they, they're going to get off cheaper in a lot of ways they are. But I see in about five years every type of championship game or playoff system there is is going to be pay-per-view. The same way people were complaining about the, about the chief playoff game on Peacock, it's going to end up being, I say in five years, the Super Bowl will be a pay-per-view event, and everybody's going to probably going to be chipping in. It's going to probably be like sixty-nine ninety-five, and everybody's going to chip in. They're going to still have their their uh, Super Bowl parties, but it's going to be a big deal like that. And you know, it's going to be make it cheaper for people who don't like sports to watch TV, but people who love sports going to pay through the nose. Mm. Thanks for the call, Brian. I don't I, – that's just one that I vehemently disagree with. I do not think the Super Bowl is ever going to go to pay-per-view. I just don't. It's too big of a – it's too big of an event. And – And you risk giving so many advertising dollars away by doing that. Right, for the networks and what they already pay. Just because, look, the you're slashing the viewership. You know – Non-football fans are not tuning into a game that's pay pay-per-view. They're not going out of their way to do it. The Super Bowl parties, I mean, probably a lot of non-football fans go to football fans' houses or apartments or whatever, right, to watch the game, and mm-hmm. maybe yep. they still buy the game, but you're just creating extra obstacles that people that really don't care to watch the Super Bowl that right. badly are not going to go through to watch the Super Bowl. Just – there is too much money involved for the TV network. Two point three million, by the way, in the uh, greater Kansas City what did metropolitan he say? area. Did he say? Well, it's, there's not a million people in Kansas City. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't. That just went right over my head. Springfield Mike was like, uh, "I'm going to have to correct something," and it's <laughs> off the air. I can't get the NFL Network to ever work in here. Do you know why that is? Yeah, you just got to keep trying. Uh, well, actually, I don't know that we have it. Oh, is that what it is? I. I, I they I keep telling me they're experiencing some trouble on their end whenever I turn it there. So, hold on. Let's try this. Will it – what if I – all right, I blew on the remote. Maybe that'll help it. That always helped whenever I had a Nintendo. I'll just try the other TV. I want to see this – I want to see this parade. I don't know that we have the channel, man. Oh, boo. I guess we don't. We're, we're having some trouble on our end. The channel currently isn't available. Please try tuning away for this channel for a few seconds and then tune back to it. If that doesn't work, please try again in a few minutes. What kind of explanation is this? We just need to cut a deal with YouTube TV and we'll be fine. I mean, is that it, Cox Cable? I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan, but it's like, hey, this doesn't work. Try back in a bit. And if it doesn't work when you come back in a bit, try again a little bit later. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that it's a part of uh, 
the package here. But. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough then. Let's get some text when we come back. It's the Plank Show. Did we break at 1030 already? We, no, we, okay. we, we need to. I'm way off this hour. It's the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Hour two, we are back. It's the Plank Show presented by Allison Insurance in hour number two. Allisoninsurance.com where you can get in touch with Bob and Robert Allison. Let them help find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance. They've been helping you and your family as well for over 60 years. The number to call, 405-745-2968. says uh, on the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, you can chime in to 405-651-3439. Again, out of Tulsa. OU is the only team I'd pay-per-view to watch, and I've got football and softball tickets, so I'm pretty sad. Yeah, I just – I don't think that's the future. I don't. I I just – you know, pay-per-view is really – it's only wrestling and UFC. There's not a lot of – now, in – yeah, I mean, we could sit here and fight all we want – Everything is pretty much pay-per-view now because you've got to have cable or a streaming service to watch about anything, right? Yeah, if you consider different streaming platforms pay-per-view, but we're but, talking $60, $70 right, for this events. one event. And there's not – I mean, I don't even know right now, and I love boxing. I don't even know if there's a boxing event I would pay to watch. So, yeah, I don't think – I don't think it's a – conversation no offense usc brian we just uh vehemently disagree on that well you had 200 million different people at some point tune into the super bowl mm-hmm. and you averaged over 120 million viewers so you've got a wonderful thing it's bigger and better than it's ever been before you have no reason to pivot and turn it into a pay-per-view event and risk losing a large chunk of that no yeah exactly Continue to be the most dominant being when it comes to TV and making that but bu- billions. billions. Uh, Five eight zero eight says, uh, "How come USC Brian doesn't ever talk about Bronny or USC football?" Weird. Well, it didn't necessarily go so well this year for USC Brian. Don't worry though; when they start three and zero next year, if they do, he'll be all over it. He'll be all over it. This is uh, an interesting question from Sooner Ob. Has YouTube TV put out any numbers on how many people subscribed to the NFL oh. ticket versus the amount of subscribers that it had a year or so ago? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't seen anything. Did uh, DirecTV used to release that? The amount of... They would give a number... Sunday ticket subscribers? But I don't think that you are forced to publicly... Release that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Subscriptions you you don't probably uh, have to. You know what now? This sounds like something that's right up my my hour. I would imagine hour. it was huge though for YouTube TV. It uh just talking from personal experience, that was a selling point for me to jump on board. I love NFL Sunday ticket. We continue to add to our portfolio of TV entities. So I'm still a direct I'm a direct TV guy because of the Sunday ticket, and now my wife wants to keep DirecTV. So we have DirecTV, we have Netflix, we have Prime, and, Josh, we have now added the Hulu bundle because it's cheaper to bundle Hulu, ESPN+, and Disney+, than it is to have, say, Disney+, or ESPN+. Yes, big time savings for you. And before you say 
well, why don't you just get rid of DirecTV since you have Hulu now? Hulu doesn't have everything that DirecTV has. Okay? Well, and, and you don't – do you have Hulu Live TV? I don't. You just have the, the basic streaming. Right? I have so the basic you're not getting You're not getting right. cable That's right. channels from Hulu. I'm basically getting all of their shows. And I just feel like I can sound smart saying I've got Hulu. I feel like everyone else does. All right, where do you want to go next? True Sooner. If we're staying at the old Cotton Bowl, can we get the plumbing fixed and water problems solved <laughs> since we're paying $200 a ticket? Hopefully with the renovation money, they can afford some expensive lipstick for that pig of a stadium. Um, I think that they're getting after it, True Sooner. I think they're – I don't want to say they're totally gutting things. They're not, but they uh, – the renovations, I think, are going to be pretty nice. Okay, I, I found a number. I, I found a number. They claimed subscriptions were up uh 8.33%. Is that it? Um that was in uh, YouTube TV helped increase NFL Sunday ticket subscribers to 1.3 million. So the total number of subscribers that they had is now 1. Point, and I guess they didn't have more than a million subscribers. I want Lydia. I I don't I don't think I want the ticket anymore. I think I just want Red Zone. And then I'll count on my local affiliate to do the right thing and carry all the Raiders games. And if I can't, I'll just stream it. I'll just find a, I'll just find an illegal stream somewhere. Risk giving a computer aids. All right, what'd you find as far as improvements are concerned? The the changes they're making to the Cotton Bowl, Larry, are are big time. Like they're the I don't see bathroom in here though. The look is incredible. I oh it's it's I don't see it as specifically a part of it, but it's got to be. With some of the things they're doing different. $140 million dollar pro- project. Right. Planned improvements include widening concourses, tripling the current square footage per guest in uh, key areas, adding escalators, improving the in-stadium Wi-Fi signal, increasing the number of hospitality Gosh, areas, Wi-Fi and premium there. environments. We always have to find a way to run an interview up to Toby. It's like, Go! And then, they, like, this year they didn't let Andrew down on the field, so we couldn't. <laughs> it's like we're, like, throwing phones. Take it up there. Go. Um, Have we talked about what the lady said whenever Teddy and I went into the press box this year? Have we talked about that when she was, like, kind of sad it's the last one here for a while, isn't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, we did. But we can revisit. It's been a little while. I mean, we, we were going up the elevator like, does she know something we don't know? Because I, I even explained to her. I was like, hey, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's the SEC. It's not changing. She goes, oh, no, 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 the renovations. They're going to have to play it somewhere else next year. <laughs> we're like, beyond. We're like, what? That's one of my favorite moments from last football. We, we're, just, we're just, I think it, it was either Ted or Toby that was with me. And the whole way up, we're like, does she know something? <laughs> mm. It was the end of an era. I feel bad, though, because, I mean, did she get some sort of bad news that she wasn't coming? Yeah, out? she's, like, sitting down there, and and it's her last one, and it's just they're kind of telling her that everything's being shut down. <laughs> has, has she been led astray? Uh, let me get one more. Uh, Large William was not happy. Large William, Josh, was not happy with the announcement of the new Sooner projection. Recruiting news. It's a white safety. I bet he's a great program guy. Jim Rat, coach on the field. Sneaky athletic. Quick, not fast. He looks pretty good. His tape, uh, I mean, he's a three-star guy already. 
Now, uh, looks just, like a, a really good football player. Now, if you're a white secondary player, you suck. I mean, is that what we're going? I mean, okay. Where's well, not many, but just what a what an odd way to go about a commitment. It's like, oh, uh, he's terrible. Uh, and then the 405 real quick. That's what a good a, start. That might, yeah. might make him an all-timer. What a joke. Drake Stoops was not invited to the Combine. If someone gives him a shot, he's going to impress. I agree 100%. 100%. Quick break. When we come back, a wrap on hour two. I, I have a little mini rant I need to go on. Good. It may be political. We'll dive into it next on The Ref. We are not a political show. We never will be. Not going to be our thing. But I respect everyone and all their political opinions. With that said, in the final one minute of this hour, yo, when you have important issues in your community, you need to get out and vote. Yesterday was a voting day. We had a school board election that was taking place. I went and voted at 2 o'clock. Do you want to know how many people had voted before me, Josh, when I went and voted at 2 o'clock? One. I was the second person to go to our polling place and vote. It is ridiculous how small turnouts are for important. And everyone wants to have an opinion on it, right? Everyone wants to have an opinion on it. And I get, I'm sure the numbers were better than three after I'd finally left the polling place. But you got to exercise your constitutional right. Get out and vote regardless of how small or big the election is. Make your opinion heard, Josh. Exercise your opportunity. The second person to vote in an election at almost 3 o'clock in the afternoon? It was an important vote that you I had. guess so. I felt so. It, the burden was heavy, Josh. <laughs> Quick break. Top five stories today next.